All right, boys and girls, welcome to another edition of the Black Flag Playbook presented by Only Podiums. I am Bradley Saucier. I am joined by Reagan Parent, as I always have been, except for that one week or two weeks or three weeks. And Mason Dunn, who has joined us recently and just re- just started lighting the world on fire. Uh, we uh, had a pretty successful week. Not a, not a bad one. Uh, on the books, I went uh, two and seven for a minus $160 new season total. Uh, still up two thousand one hundred and eighty dollars. Reagan went one and seven and uh, ended up minus fifty dollars for a one thousand nine hundred and fifty three dollar positive season total. And Mason went five and four for positive one thousand six hundred and eighty dollars uh, on the weekend, bringing his new total to positive five thousand one hundred and five dollars with an asterisk mark because he's only been here for three or four weeks so all right fellas uh reagan uh, i heard uh, in the lobby there that you had a little bit of hashing out to do with uh with our pal mason here what, what do you got for us yeah i was just wondering if ryan priest finished that race yet or not do you know if he oh. got his car rolling because he's too busy he's too to busy down dumping, for a top 10 last dumping week. good boy LaJoy. yeah no, I was just wondering because uh, I actually had a top 10 bet placed for uh, Bubba Wallace, who uh, who finished 11th in that race. So I was pretty salty when that yellow came out by Ryan Priest because I sure as hell know that Bubba Wallace was going to gain that one more spot because he was on the move at the end of that race. Well, you, you got to uh, your boy Corey, Corey had LaJoy. You got to talk to Corey because, you know, apparently going down the, the short shoot, he, he hit the uh, – the special move on Grand Theft Auto and everything slowed down because he had all that time to process. Oh, Bowman's to my inside. Bowman hates me. Here's what's going to happen. And then instead of listening to a spotter, he just went in there three wide middle and hunky dunky himself right into Priest's left rear. Yeah, yeah, Reagan. I think you might as well just join uh, myself on the hating Corey LaJoy bandwagon because that explanation so like what he did already just to the naked eye was like jesus that was pretty egregious and then the fact that he put up split camera shots tried to blame it on alex bowman and then blamed it on ryan priest for cutting across his right front when you can see clear as fucking day that he goes into the corner too hot and washes up two feet into him uh that that just made it way more egregious obviously not ryan's fault obviously he wasn't gonna run in the top 10 unfortunately uh for mason but uh you know one of these days it's gonna hit and he's not on my shit list uh he's probably still not even on mason's shit list but i enjoy the fact that uh he's on yours reagan and uh that's fine you don't have to bet him because because the day that it hits it it probably at martinsville he's gonna get the pole and he's not gonna get a speeding penalty and he's gonna win the race it's gonna be great it's like just when you thought denny hammond had the worst explanation for his behavior the choice i hold my fucking beer i'm coming with some dumb shit yeah absolutely as i crack another one uh so obviously pocono is in the rear view a lot of uh controversy uh i actually made a so i was going to luke combs on saturday and so um being in massachusetts is a great thing because you can sports gamble and uh i uh, i realized that uh caesar's had some pretty spicy odds some uh some good Good little parlay action. So I figured Kyle Busch was going to win the truck race, right? Well, at at the time, I hadn't got my bets in before. they Obviously, they moved from plus 150. I got it at minus 110. I'm like, you know what? Like, I feel like Kyle winning this race is pretty much a lock, which it almost wasn't. But uh, I was like, I I feel like I just got to parlay it with a couple Xfinity Series guys. So I parlayed it with, uh, who was my pick last week? Allgaier, I think. I, I parlayed it with Allgaier to win, and I parlayed it with Austin Hill to win. And Austin Hill was, for some fucking reason, plus 1,500 to win the race or something. Maybe it was plus 1,300. And I actually messaged you boys, and I was like, this this seems like a typo. Like, I don't know what's going on here. Looked at the top five and fast uh, the, the lap averages. Um, for the fa- the five lap averages, I guess, and uh, he was he was like second or third, so um, felt pretty good about it. And then I was in the middle of the Luke Combs show, looked down at my phone, saw that he was in victory lane, and uh, I ended up turning ten dollars into two hundred ninety four dollars. And uh, on paper, it looks like I lost money on the weekend, but I definitely gained some. I actually, uh, you know, you never know. Once that we we talk about what we feel good about, and then you never know. You see that the practice speeds, you know, like Chase Elliott was out to lunch. Um, pretty much the last two weeks and i for some reason i've still taken him on the show just because of recent success he's been pretty good uh, i don't know what they got going on but uh still made money on the weekend feel good about it 
Uh, and uh, it, now, now we're on to Richmond and uh, Road America. Another weird weekend where uh, you're going to have to uh, have some spotters. Uh, I guess some backup spotters spotting in the Xfinity Series race. And uh, just a whole bunch of crew members spread out all over the country. Um, but the first race of the weekend is actually uh the xfinity series race at road america i believe the truck race is a night race um but uh we will we will start as uh, as one should with the trucks because i have a pick for the trucks and i haven't necessarily picked mine yet for xfinity series um so trucks at richmond notables the one is going to be good for william sawalich the 41 is going to be friend of the program bailey curry the 51 is going to be matt mills and the 66 is going to be connor jones uh, at Pocono last weekend, Kyle Busch, Corey Heim, Taylor Gray, Christopher Bell, Grant Enfinger was the top five. In uh, 2022 at Richmond, Chandler Smith picked up the win over John Hunter Nemechek, Ty Majeski, Grant Enfinger, and Corey Heim. Uh, Ty Majeski got the pole last year. Average running position throughout the race. Chandler Smith had a one. John Hunter Nemechek had a two. Ty Majeski had a three. Grant Enfinger had a four. Corey Heim, Matt Crafton, Christian Eckes, and Stuart Friesen all had an eight. Uh, quality passes. Tyler Ankrum led the league there with 29 of them. Actually uh, finished 10th in stage two. So uh, he must have just been going back, back to front uh, all day long. Uh, Zane Smith, 26. Matt Crafton, Derek Krause, 25. Carson Osfar, 22. Uh, fastest laps in the race. Chandler Smith, 91. Ty Majeski, 42. John Hunter Nemechek, 35, Grant Enfinger, 12, Corey Heim, is that Brett Holmes? And uh, Dean Thompson, all with seven. Uh, another friend of the program, former guest of the program. We love that. Um, laps led last year, though. Chandler Smith dominated, 176 laps led. Ty Majeski had 73 of them, and John Hunter Nemechek had one. And uh, Mason, do you do you have your uh, the, the statistics and what uh, – what all goes into your metric so that you can kind of explain this for people if we may have a, a new listener or two? Yeah. So basically we factor in uh, a 30% clip, the last race and last year's iteration of this race if available. And then at a 20% each clip, we do the last three average and the last three average at a similar track. So for this race, for the truckies, I believe we went with, North Wilkesboro, Martinsville, and Bristol Dirt as being the closest comparables. Bristol Dirt, kind of a short track, hard to pass, which is what Richmond's become, unfortunately. Um, and obviously Martinsville and, and North Wilkesboro for obvious reasons. So I'm going to guess you're not taking Kligerman this week, even though he's not racing? Uh, no, no, we'll not be taking him for anything. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think it's worth noting, you know, I don't think, I don't remember where they were running, but you had four guys getting penalties with 32 to go last year. Deegan, Purdy, Rids, and, and Carruth all getting tail ends under the caution there. Um, I think, you know, Himes obviously the easy look. He finished fourth. He's on a hot streak. But I'm I'm leaning towards the next couple of guys on the, on the metric model. Your Majesties, your in-fingers. Taylor Gray to, to a degree, but I'm looking more at Deep Benedetto. Um, and I and mainly because I just saw this on Caesars, my eyes perked up. His top five is a plus five fifty. And I think I, I I don't see that being outside of the ballpark. I mean, he's got only one top five in the last six races, but that was at North Wilkesboro. I think uh, I, I felt like maybe for a second there you might have been staring so hard into my eyes. You saw exactly what I was looking at because I am on the top five for Caesars. And I did just catch uh, Matt Benedetto at plus 550. Definitely just caught my eye. Um, you know, so obviously at the truck race, I feel like you got your your guys that are going to run up front no matter what. Uh, Corey Himes, Zane Smith, Ty Majeski, Grant Infinger. Those are all guys that are pretty solid, uh, solid bets for a, a top five. I would say the overall, uh, you're going to get probably three of those four, you know, barring penalties, barring accidents. You know, those guys are going to be up there all day. Um, and then 
there's not a huge drop off, but a guy like Christian Eck is 170 for a, a top five. Stuart Friesen, 225 for his top five. Ran ran fifth and seventh last year, average position or in the stages, average running position of eighth for both of those guys last year. And, you know, then you got to take into account that the John Hernemacheks aren't in the, the field and, and, uh, like uh Chandler Smith's not in the field and and I with all due respect to Matt Mills or whatever the fuck his name is he's not going to do as good as John Hernemichek did in that truck so um you know you take two of those guys out and those guys would have had a top five last year so um you know you get further down Chase Purdy fade uh Matt Mills fade uh a guy like you know William Sawalich or Ben Rhodes not not too far off plus 250 for both of those guys for a top five and then uh, it, Bailey Curry had a really good run last time out. I don't know how that will transfer over to a short track like Richmond. Um, but then you got, you know, another guy that catches my eye, like I mentioned, Matt Benedetto. But Matt Crafton ran fairly well last year as well, plus 600 just for a top five. So, um, you know, Caesars is uh, slowly turning into what, uh, you know, for a while I leaned on the Barstool Sportsbook, went through uh, through them for a lot of my bets. They uh, kind of were annoying for, uh, you know, trying to get my my money back and they they upgraded uh, allegedly their app and uh, I'm not a big fan. So uh, I did hear some rumblings that Maine was going to be getting Caesars. That might be the only mobile sports book that comes to Maine. So uh, that is uh, probably where I'm going to start looking. So um, definitely uh, Caesars is cool. So if anyone that is in the Massachusetts area that, uh, you know, people have asked us, you know, where can you get like a top three, top five? It, it does seem like Caesars is the place to go. Um, I've never seen a top five on any other website for a truck race unless, you know, DraftKings maybe a while ago. Um, but it was it was always it was like 30 minutes before the race went green. Yeah, not even recently at all. Like even with their Xfinity bets, it's been tough. Like they don't really put out any top five bets for those either. So it seems like Caesars has been the way to go. Caesars also has the SRX race bets too, which I've been partaking in. I actually, unfortunately, since we record on Thursdays, can't put those bets out on our card because I did win last week with Ryan Newman. So props to me. I took Brad Keselowski today at plus 800. I don't know how that's going to work out, but uh, I wouldn't be. Too I sure. do like Caesars. Yeah. Caesars. Hammer Ken Schrader tonight. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't know about that. But uh, so right off the bat, I mean, uh, we, we might as well do the winners first. Uh, I'm not going to be looking too, too, too far down this list. Uh, a guy that I think has the best value is uh, Grant Enfinger at a plus 650. That is not who I'm taking, though. I, uh, you know, the guy's got to get it. You know, the guy's got to win some races. Ty Majeski taking him plus 350. Um, you know, we might all just have the same pick. And hey, you know, sometimes that happens. That's fine. But, I, yeah. I'm going to I'll, I'll ride. Wait. Uh, I'm gonna hop right on board the time of Jeske train. Woo woo, let's go. Time of Jeske plus five hundred on Barstool. What I have a markdown as as the winner. We're so riding together on three fifty on Caesars right now. Five hundred on Barstool. Okay, so I might be Venmoing you some money for that. But so uh the the thing that the listeners need to know about this is that so we always get notes that are sent to us by Mason. He has very extensive notes and he always typically puts, you know, three options for picks and you never know which one he's going to go with. So when we go through the show, you know, typically we have a completely different pick than any of those three anyways, but this week he didn't include his picks. So I was like, worked out crazy. I was like, Mason's been on like the biggest heater of all time since he joined this program. And now was, he doesn't want us to know what he's thinking. Yeah. He's trying and, to leave us hanging. And and so what the people didn't just see was that when I said Majeski, he leaned back in his chair and held up his notebook. And that's what he had written down. So now I feel even better about Ty Majeski. Lock it in. We're going to go with the 500 odds, though. We're going to go with the Barstool odds. So anyone that's listening, uh, definitely head over to the Barstool Sportsbook and get Ty Majeski to win the truck race uh, at, uh, at plus 500. So... Um, you know, I, I'm back on Caesars now, though, uh, because they have the top five. I think that I'm going to just fade the top three because I really do think that the the top three, um, you know, other than maybe a grand and finger at plus 210, at least this is what's on Caesars. That's the only thing that sounds even close to enticing. Um, but I mean, man, like the, the, the odds that you can get on like. I, I just. I see William Swalich's name and I just see how good he does in late models. And I, I have him marked down for a top three, <laughs> a top three. Yep. Jesus. Oh no, no, not Swalich, not Swalich. I'm sorry. Swalich was my top five pick actually. Hmm. But I might, I might scratch that. Cause Ben Rhodes looks pretty enticing too at a plus two fifty. I yeah. know who's spotting for Rhodes and I don't think it's a bad pick. 
Yeah, I had Rhodes marked down for my top five, not uh, not Sawal, which I'm sorry. Well, well, what do you, what do you have down for a top three, maybe top five? For I might, my, so for my top, th- so top three for me, I had Nick Sanchez at a plus three hundred. I've bet him a lot this year. It, I've hit on him a couple times. Keep riding with what works. Sanchez for a top three. You bet Sanchez like I bet Sheldon Creed. <laughs> <laughs> I think the difference is that Sanchez is finished up front. Uh, Sheldon Creed finished. Uh, he he won me at least one bet this year. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it hasn't it hasn't really been that good. Um. So, well, of note, two no, two notes on the metric. There are two guys that are probably ranked higher than they should be because of somebody else running those cars last year, and those two are Nick Sanchez and Chase Purdy. Because I I gave I had to give them credit because of their truck, they didn't race their truck raced, and I gave Purdy a second place finish, and Sanchez a first place finish. Which I mean, and Sanchez squeaked his way into the top ten. I'm usually a fan, and not this week. I think this week I'm going full model, full metric, stick to the program. I'm, I'm going to go the Majeski win, because I feel like it's time for a Heim stumble. And then an in-finger top three at 210 on Caesars and a D Benedetto top five at plus 550. I like all those picks. <laughs> yeah, if I was going to go a full slate, um, I think that's what I would go with. And, man. And I, I want to like Taylor Gray. I, I just – the Grays are so inconsistent. Yeah, you, you, you think ta- the Grays are inconsistent. There's no one that – for at least – the Grays have been more inconsistent as of late, but inconsistent for an entire career. Stuart Friesen. I mean, I'm looking at him and I see that he's ran, he ran so well last year. Well, not so well, but he had an average running position of eighth. And like I mentioned, there's a lot of guys that were in the race last year that aren't in the race this year. Um, but his, his, his odds at uh, plus 225 really just stick out. Um, I feel like this is, this is a time for, uh, for him to try to get a, uh, He's got to he's got to start getting some good finishes. I mean, he hasn't been good pretty much this entire year. He's he's been solid, but I feel like he hasn't been as much of a bonehead. So you know what? I think that this is my week. I'm going to take him. I'll take Stuart Friesen plus two twenty five for a top five, and that's all I'm doing for the trucks. I'm doing Majeski to win and Friesen for a top five. And if you motherfucker hadn't just taken Grand Endfinger, I would have not even picked Stuart Friesen, and I would have taken the Endfinger top three because I love that bet as well. Uh, would not be shocked at all if you see Grand Endfinger in victory lane. Uh, so that's a, that's a really good one. I might, I might have some money behind the scenes on that. Just, uh, I didn't want to have the exact same bet slip as you. Cause, uh, it was going to look, I, I was, I was also leaning to Benedetto. Um, but, is, uh, uh, and finger does have the Caesars boost at plus 800, which could be a curse. Mm, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel that. Is it, is it for a, for a for the win? Oh, for a win? Yeah, no, I don't think that's a curse. I mean, they, they, uh, well, I was going to say, I felt really good about the Kyle Busch sweep last weekend, and uh, they had that boosted, and that obviously didn't hit. But they did have something to do with Austin Hill, I think, last weekend as well, too. Um, and that one obviously did. But uh, I don't know exactly what that one was because I can't go back in time and look at it. So uh, that we'll lock in the uh, the truck picks, and uh, we'll move on to the Xfinity Series. They're going to be doing some lefts and rights at Road America. Uh, notables in the field, the 10 is going to be A.J. Allmendinger. The 19 is Connor Mozak. 24 is Sage Karam. Uh, at Pocono last weekend, Austin Hill took the win over Sam Mayer, Chase Elliott, Riley Herbst, and Daniel Hemrick. Uh, Road America in 2022. Ty Gibbs picked up the win over Kyle Larson, Josh Berry, Austin Hill, and Brandon Jones. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Larson swept the stages last year. Let's just say that. Uh, didn't pick up the win, though. Uh, Larson also got, got the pole and had an average running position of two. Ty Gibbs had an average running position of five. Cole Custer had an average running position of eight. Uh, Brandon Jones and Riley Herbst, nine. Austin Hill, AJ Elmendinger, Jeremy Clements, and Justin Allgaier all had an average running position of 11th. Uh, let's see. Fastest laps last year. Kyle Larson had 11 of them. Cole Custer, 10. Ty Gibbs, four. Brandon Jones, two. And AJ Elmendinger, Sammy Smith, and Sheldon Creed, one. Uh, 
let's see. Laps led Kyle Larson, 31. Cole Custer, 6. Ty Gibbs, 5. Justin Allgaier, 3. Ryan Sieg, 2. And A.J. Allmendinger, 1. Uh, let's see. So te- uh, the key penalties in that one uh, with 10 to go in the race. Uh, John Onimichek, Jeremy Clements, and Noah Gregson all sent to the tail. So that obviously affected their results in the actual race. Uh, Mason's metric has Austin Hill at a 5.7. Overwhelming favorite, according to the metric. Sam Mayer at 10.13. Brandon Jones, 10.60. Riley Herbst, 11.70. Chandler Smith, 12.53. Sammy Smith, 13.60. Jeremy Clements, 13.93. Daniel Hemrick, 14.0. Justin Allgaier and Josh Berry, all a little north of that 14.0 mark. Fellas, how do we feel about uh, lefts and rights with A.J. Allmendinger in the field of the Bush race? This track has been interesting in its Finity Series history. They don't have a repeat winner. And what's this, 12 races? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 13 races. And, and the winner list is just, it goes from Kyle Busch and Christopher Bell, you know, guys like that, A.J. Almadiner, to Reed Sorensen, Nelson P.K., Brendan Dawn, and Paul Menard, and Michael McDowell, and I believe a Gibstar that year. This is the most all-over-the-board race you know, the Jeremy Clements one, that was, and it wasn't like he just stumbled into it. Um, Hill and Barry have the best average finishes here because they've only ran once. So that's kind of skewed. But you look down, I mean, obviously AJ needs the momentum and he's going out of his way to do this, and there's a reason. He's not having fun on the top side. He needs a, he needs a dub. He's going to be one to look at. And the one right there behind him in the average finish for lifespan of their time here, Kaz Grawl has got an average finish of 9.5 with two top fives at Road America. That's not a bad stat. Two top fives and five and four starts, or top tens and four starts. No, they were top fives. Yeah, fifth and a, a fifth and 19 and a fourth and 20 driving for Childress. Yeah, this could be a good week for the Sam Hunt cars to take the strategy leap. Reagan, what do you think? Yeah. So, anytime we're doing lefts and rights, I'm always betting Dinger. AJ Allmendinger, odds on favorite, as he should be. Probably the best road course. 10 on Caesars, though. I got him at plus 105 with Barstool. So, it's positive money. That's good enough for me. I'm shipping it. AJ Allmendinger, even money, winner. He's just going to walk away with this thing. So the one I'm Brad, looking at. Brad's scratching his head right now. Doesn't know what to say. <laughs> I think I think Brad will like the pick I'm leaning towards because it helps him in our bet. Cole, Cole Custer. Cole is only so far down in the metric because of last week. He's had a seventh year last year. Um, has he won here before? Does he want to know? He's not he's not one of the past winners. Where is he at on the average finish of eleven point eight? Fourth place being his best in the Stuart Haas car. I'm seeing him at a plus five hundred on Caesars, and it's just I don't trust AJ right now. I can't. Like it's it's been one of those weird years where I haven't even considered AJ an option at any road course. Yeah, right. he, that 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 whole that ten program hasn't really been as as dominant as you'd think. You know, you got guys like you know, Kyle. Yeah, Bush. they be they're putting Austin Dillon in that car. They put Kyle Busch in that car. It runs towards the front. They put Kyle Larson in that car. That thing's going towards the front. They put Austin Dillon in it. It's mid pack. You know, put Dinger back in that car. It's going to the front. You can take that in 105. We'll we'll let you have it. All right. Yeah, I'm going to fight you for that one. I'll see y'all at the cash counter. All right. <laughs> yeah. We will for sure see you there. I hate to be that guy. Um we uh we we had very similar bets in the uh truck race. 
going with the same exact winners isn't exactly what you're supposed to be doing here. But uh, I heard your guy Creed's right there. I know. And I've bet Creed Creed is turning into, uh, you know, the way Priest is for Reagan. I got Kligerman and Creed right fucking there. And they're they're the next two in line. And I don't want to go all the way down to Justin Allgaier or John Hunter Nemechek. Um, man, it's it's tough. It's it's really uh, I mean, I don't want to get hurt by Creed again, but I also do. It's like one of those things. It's like, you know, it, it I feel I feel so confident. And then I put money on it, and then you're watching the race, and you're like, of fucking course he just got spun by AJ Allmendinger, and he's going to do absolutely nothing in retaliation and just get get out on TV and be like, oh, I thought we had a good car today. Yeah. And then I don't really know what that was about, but um, yeah, you know, well, we got to start winning races. And it's like, yeah, no shit, dude. I fucking picked you 11 times this year. <laughs> he's just, oh, man. He gets out, and I feel like he's just like high on shrooms. Um, but that's fine. Um, no, I, I just, I do feel so good about Cole Custer. And the only reason why I want to take him to win is because a top three is only plus 125. And otherwise I would just take that as a solid, solid pick. Um, let's see, let's see. Uh, oh man. You know what? No, I'll just, I think if you're a gambler, Sam Mayer's worth a look because his seat is getting hot. Yeah, Sam Mayer can fuck off with all due respect. Uh, I'm not putting a dollar on Sam Mayer anytime, anywhere. Um, no, you know what I'm gonna do though? I'm gonna. Oh, you say Parker? No, no, I'm gonna switch it up absolutely completely, and I'll go conservative three and five, and I will just absolutely swing for the fences with a guy that's never won a race before, but is also part of our bet. I'm gonna go with fucking Riley Herbst at plus six thousand to win the race. Solid last year. You gotta you gotta be like Reagan every once in a while, and you never Sometimes know. Sometimes when you when there's just odds on favorites, you just swing for the fences and hope something happens. I mean, just take Stanton Baird at a plus half million. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, he's, I would bet on fucking Stanton Barrett before I bet on Sam Mayer. Um, no, I, uh, <laughs> I at this point, like. Man, I mean, I haven't hit on like a really, really long shot in a while. I mean, I guess technically I didn't have it on the metric last week or the, the metric, the graphic last week. But I had uh, Austin Hill, which was plus 1300. Felt really good about that one. But uh, no, man, I'll play a conservative and I'll just swing for the fence with my winner. You know, a guy that uh, has come up on the uh, come up top four on the uh, on the old metric there, uh, you know, had an average running position last year of nine. You know, you never know. Might be able to sneak one out. I'll go, I'll go Riley Herbs to win. Plus 6,000 is uh, is hefty, but that is only because A.J. Elmendinger is in the field, and I don't think he's going to win. So, Well, another one that, you know, obviously a lot of us are thinking, well, not me, Ray didn't think you're going to see a repeat winner for the first time in Road America history. The other repeat winner possibility at a plus 12,500, our friend from the view that is grand, Jeremy Clements sitting right there. He's got a swing to make the playoffs. This could be this could be his moment. If so moving feel, on I, down. I, I think that's worth five bucks. Hey, I mean, you know, if yeah. 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 It's it's worth the story. And if the story's not good, then you found five bucks. I mean, if you're talking about stories, Parker Retzloff is always a good one. He always manages to somehow qualify up front and Almost every race they go to in what's probably not the best of equipment. So I don't know. I feel like a road course that can kind of mix it up. I don't know how good of a road course racer he is, but I feel like if we're if we're just throwing five bucks around, I throw five bucks on Parker Retzloff. Well, I see I see one bet that's gonna get voided real quick by Caesars because they're dumb. They have a quick pit team Chevy up here at the top. William Byron and Justin Alder each look to finish in the top five of each of their races. Not a bad bet, but it says cookout 400 top five finish, Justin Alder, Henry 180 top five finish, William Byron. I'll say, no, wait, is Byron in the fucking field? What is going on here? No, they just have him backwards. Ah, can't have that. You got to. So, on to the top threes. Yeah, I'm going to take, take Justin Allgaier for a top three at plus 340. You're looking at Allgaier. 
I like it. I mean, I like can rip right down to my top five, too, if we want. Go ahead. All right, top five bet. Brad's going to love this one. I'm taking Parker Kligerman at plus 200 for a top five. He did finish third. And I really hope that this hits. In that randomly numbered 77 KBM car. I can I can rip down through mine as well because like I mentioned uh earlier, you know, I I don't I, I'm not going Cole Custer. The, the not the odds are just not that good. Plus one twenty five for a top three, you never know when old Cole's gonna fucking step on his chode. But I will go with uh you know, one of the one of the nemesis is is Run one right above Justin Allgaier. I will not touch Parker Klergerman ever with a pole ever. Um, but I will go with Sheldon Creed for a top three plus two twenty-five. Uh Reagan's taking Nick Sanchez. It just feels right to go with Sheldon Creed this week. So I gotta have him on the slip. I'll go with him for a top three and and just hope, you know, that hits. I I I make out on uh gonna be the weekend of twos. Yeah. Maybe not in the cup race, because I don't think uh Austin Sendrick will do anything but uh no, fucking no. Xfinity, the twos. <laughs> yeah, maybe if maybe if they were at Road America, Austin Cindric's worth a little sniff at uh, at the the Cup Series level, but uh, no, definitely not currently. Mason, what are we brewing up over there? I I don't like to trust him. I don't. Him and his not his eyebrows are weird, but. <laughs> He had a top five at Portland. He had a top three finish. Top five at Portland. I think he was up there in this race last year. And his job is on the line, which for his die paying for your ride, that is weird to say. I'm taking Sam Mayer for a top three at, where is he at? Sam Plus Mayer 750. Scared money don't make money, and I'm trying to win by a mile. Mason's trying to give up his points lead. That's what's going on here. Mason no, said, I showed up with, I showed I'm up only giving weeks. up a unit. I'm so far ahead. I'll, I can drop a unit. That's fine. Let's but throw this I one win, away. That's seven and a half. Boys, you're not even going to like the vanilla pick I got for a top five, but uh, he ran well last year. He wasn't as dominant as he was as he uh, as he is this year. Uh, I'm just going to go with the safe bet since I've already swung for the fence on a winner. Feel good about my top three, but top five, I feel even better about Austin Hill plus 190. He hits that. I only lose 10 bucks if the other two choke like they probably will. So I uh, I will definitely go with uh, I'll go with Herbst. I'll go with Creed. And I will go with Austin Hill for a top five. Uh, give me AJ Allmendinger for a top. No, I'm kidding. I'm not taking minus 800. <laughs> if you do, you're crazy. Now nah, Reagan's. Um, uh, I think I've done that before. Yeah. Well, I think it was a Larson bet or something that was I that low. I do think I will go with. Where is he at? I want to look at his stat stats real quick before I say it. Because he's a he's the one I like to bet. He's one I like to I bet. Whenever I can. Uh, Not so great at Portland. Austin was a fourth. I'm going to take a Sammy Smith top five at plus 200 to to round it out. As long as his teammate doesn't run him over again. A notable pick that nobody even thought about was Chandler Smith. I feel like he's ran pretty good, also in the same equipment that Dinger is. We'll have pretty good notes going into the race. Has been good pretty much all of this year in the Xfinity series. And yeah, for him for him to get a top five is plus four hundred. I don't I don't hate I might it. even I might even switch my top five bet from Parker Kligerman just because I really don't even want to take that bet. I just did it in spite of Brad. Uh, I will do a heads-up bet with you that Parker Kligerman won't finish in the top five. Oh, let's see who the, the head-to-heads are. We might have a good head-to-head bet there. I need another beer. Someone talk for a second. <laughs> yeah, no problem. We got this covered. What do we got for head-to-heads? The interesting ones, you can take a Sammy Smith over Austin Hill at a plus 115. Nemechek plus 100 over Allgaier. Uh, 
Hemrick plus 110 over Barry, and Creed at plus 125 over Custer. I think my favorite of these matchups is probably the Austin Hill versus Sammy Smith, with Sammy Smith being the plus 115 over Austin Hill, who's minus 145. Looking at the odds, like, down the list, I would think I would take Sammy Smith out of all those to get the best odds. Let's see. They, they were 8th and ninth at Sonoma. They were 5th and 6th at Chicago. Portland, they were further apart, but I think that's where he got uh, John Hunter. Mm-hmm. And Austin, Sammy was 4th, and Austin Hill was 37th. Yeah. So... The values there, like to me, if I was if I was capping that, that would have been a minus one hundred five or a plus one hundred five each way, not a minus one forty five to Austin yeah. Hill, plus one fifteen to Sammy. Like I don't think Austin Hill is that much more of a favorite over Sammy Smith in that matchup. Plus Austin Hill is just he's like me; he's not in shape. He is a shape. Yeah, and that is a winning shape when it comes to uh, drafting tracks. Yes, you know the fat. Lines with the speed. It certain it certainly does. Uh, all right. I think that uh, I think we've exhausted the Xfinity series. Uh, I'm taking Riley Herbst to win plus six hundred. I am taking Sheldon Creed for a top three at plus two twenty five. We might actually have to get Reagan to get the draft. Uh, not the DraftKings. Actually, no. I have bars. I have the app. Uh, the barstool odds are probably a little bit uh, more inflated on these, but uh, Sheldon Creed. Plus two twenty five for a top three, and Austin Hill plus one ninety for a top five. Yeah, I have a dinger to win at plus one hundred five with Barstool. Justin Allgaier for a top three at plus three forty, which was also Barstool, and Parker Kligerman at for a top five at plus two hundred, which was with Caesars. So like, it's kind of tough. Like when you have the time, like we kind of do right now, and I'm able to go through them. I'll pick and choose whatever odds of who I want on whatever app is going to give me the higher value for him. Yeah, you got to find that that one book that's sleeping. Uh, for me, I'm all on Caesars. I've got Custer to win at plus 500. Sam Mayer top three to plus 750. That just feels gross. And Sammy Smith to finish in the top five at plus 200. And I already yeah. see an interesting one for the cup race. Do you? So. Custer to win on Barstool is plus five fifty. So for fifty okay. extra dollars, switch it up. Uh, yeah, we'll go. Yeah, we'll do the plus five fifty. Thank, thank you. I'll give you the plus five fifty on that one. Who do you take, Brad? I have uh, Riley Herbst for the win. At what? Uh, six plus six thousand. All right. Well, Barstool seven thousand. So I'll give you the extra thousand too. I'll take your Venmo. <laughs> All right. Type, type I, I don't. I don't know how my Venmo is going to like sending seven thousand dollars over, but uh, <laughs> we'll figure pull something that out. out. In cash. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. one might be tough. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely take the the plus seven thousand. But uh, we, we got one more one more race going on. Uh, the Cup Series obviously is also at Richmond. The uh, one notable entry is the fifty one is Ryan Newman. Pocono top five, Denny Hamlin beat Tyler Reddick, Martin Truex Jr., Kevin Harvick, and Ty Gibbs. Uh, Richmond in 2022 last year. Uh, Kevin Harvick picked up the win over Christopher Bell, Christopher Busher, Denny Hamlin, and Chase Elliott. Uh, so this is it, this is last year's average running position, right? The, the 2022 uh, technically low fall race, or is this uh, earlier this year? Uh, this too, 22. 22? Fall, Virginia tracks are very weather temperamental, so a spring race and a summer race often not very comparable. All right, all right. So average running position last year, uh, Joey Logano had a three. Denny Hamlin had a four. Kyle Larson had a five. Kevin Harvick and Ryan Blaney had a seven. Chris Buescher, Chase Elliott, and Eric Almarola each had a nine. Uh, fastest laps in the race. Joey Logano had 41. Denny Hamlin had 36. Christopher Bell had 32. Kyle Larson had 28. Eric Almarola had 27. Chris Buescher had 26. Kevin Harvick, 22. And Al Bowman, 21. Laps led. Joey Logano, 222. Ross Chastain, who I just completely remembered was in the Cup Series because he's been so much of a non as of late. Uh, 80. 
Kevin Harvick, 55. Denny Hamlin, 22. Uh, let's see. In the metric, you got Christopher Bell, 7.1. Joy Logano, 8.6. Chris Busher, 8.8. Kevin Harvick, 9.3. Denny Hamlin, 9.7. Martin Truex Jr., 9.8. Ryan Blaney, 11.8. Stenhouse, 13.1. Bowman, 13.7. Ross Chastain, 14.8. Oh, the spring top five at Richmond. Uh, Kyle Larson beat Josh Berry, who was in the nine. Uh, Ross Chastain, Chris Rebell, and Kevin Harvick rounded out the top five. So that weekend was bad for my liver in the spring. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. What uh, what did you what did you just find before we get into our picks that uh, that was spicy? It's it's funny that you you talked about Ross being a nine because he's part of this. Both drivers, both these drivers finished 13th last week, but are looking to get back on track. It's a NASCAR F1 combo bet. A top 10 finish for Ross and a points finish for Daniel Ricciardo at plus 817. So a $20 bet nets you $163. It's, that's interesting. If you, I don't know much about F1. I'll admit that I'm not, but Ricardo sounds like he's a guy that should finish in the top 10 in F1. Yeah, I don't I don't I can't ever even imagine uh pretending like I care much about F1, but uh I I assume that it would be a bit of a long shot on that end for uh for Ricardo to finish in the top 10. Um but hey, I mean those are two guys a lot of people like. So uh Daniel Ricardo is one of the fan favorites, so I definitely definitely can see um you know people leaning his way and uh taking that bet, but I I will uh I'll fade it. I do think that Ross Chastain's a decent little look for a uh, for a top for a top ten. But uh, I do I do want to mention. So uh, I I quote him a lot. I fantasy race over on uh, on Twitter. Drivers with a t- uh, ten or a better average finish at Richmond in the next gen car. Kevin Harvick has a two point seven average finish. Christopher Bell four point oh. Kyle Larson six point seven. Martin Truex Jr. 7.3, Denny Hamlin 8.3, Chase Elliott 9.5, Joey Logano 10.0. Um, so yeah, I, uh, fellas, how do we how do we feel about the Cup Series? I'm feeling pretty good, you know, rolling into this place, Richmond. Lots of great finishes happen. Lots of wrecks sometimes. Sometimes it'll just go green. I'm gonna go with. One of the bar New Hampshire picks, Christopher Bell in the 20. He was at plus 900 to win. He's he's number one in the metric. He's got the best average finish of anywhere in the series right now at the track at a 5.7. Um, six races, running the finish every time, five lead lap finishes, four top fives and five top tens. Mason's talking him up like he's about to take him too. I was I was leaning to him, and, I'm, and I I'm, guarantee, I guarantee yeah. you, guarantee you, he was going to have it. Hey, you guys can go together. I don't care. I like being against Reggie, but I think I might. I think I might on this one. I'm good for only podium. So I, if you want to take C Bell for a top three, you you pretty much know it's a lock at that point. Second in the spring, second in the uh, last fall, fourth in the spring. It, it's got to be time. You know, it's got to be time. Um, because I think and Larson and Larson and Hamlin are going to be distracted with each other. The problem is that Martin Truex Jr. is going to go out there and lead every single lap of the race and make it a snooze fest, and it'll be all over. Fellas, you can you can <laughs> you can just marinate over Christopher Bell. I'm riding the hot hand. I know he's the favorite. He's only plus four fifty to win, but I already swung for the fences for a winner in the Xfinity Series. Over the last nine races at Richmond, Martin Truex Jr. has three wins, an average finish of 3.9, and a 5.2 average running position. He has the best driver rating by a wide margin, and he's averaged leading 86.9 laps per race. Give me the 19, who has been on a heater like he's still driving the 78 as of late. Uh, give me the 19 for victory lane. Absolutely. Stamp it in. I don't care that the odds are shit. He wins. That eliminates everything else. And now I'll swing for the fence and uh, maybe maybe a pick a little bit later on. You you don't think there's a possibility this could be the race Harvick locks himself in the playoffs? 
Oh, don't even get me started because I have Harvick for something else. Um, yeah, I think I think I'm gonna ride with with Reagan here and go with the Seabell pit because it's just it makes too much sense. I'm trying to find where did the 45 or the eight car finish last year? Uh, Tyler Reddit sucked in the eight car last year, so that takes my Kyle Bush thought kind of out the window. Um, what I would like to see, and maybe I'd put a little side action on this. I'd like to see this be the weekend that a RFK car lots himself into the playoffs and a Chris Boucher at plus 6,000. I was looking at him for my top five. He was third last last fall. I don't know where he finished in the spring. Um, but, I mean, Keselowski wouldn't be a bad pick either. He's got two wins to this track. Where was Boucher on the average finish? He's not that great for the track. But then again, Boucher also spent a lot of time with crap teams. So that kind of downs your average, which is like the opposite of Brad because Brad came from a good team to now trying to rebuild um, the ashes of Roush. But yeah, I think I'm going to stick with Bell for the win. Um and I might just go. I might slide. I might slide a, a Boucher top three in here. That's aggressive. I am gonna take a Chase Elliott top three at plus four hundred. Needs a win. Josh Berry finished second in the springtime in the same car. Strategy. Yeah, it was strategy, but we ignore the facts, okay? Don't let the facts get in the way of what I'm talking about here. All right. Strategy call got them up there. Strategy call, same thing. They can get that nine car up there again. Chase Elliott needs a win to lock himself into the playoffs. I don't think he can point his way in, so he's got to finish up front. Needs wins, needs points. Chase Elliott for a top three, plus 400. Oh, well, I don't know that I'm going to start swinging for the fences quite yet. Um, Why? You think that was a swing? No, 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 no. Oh, you're talking about you. Mine was a swing. (laughs) Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was I was going off of the fact that I just took the overwhelming favorite for the win. Um, I, I think that I'm going to uh, still play this one conservative. Um, I am going to go with a guy that uh, Mason had just mentioned. It's not going to be it's not any uh, sexy odds by any means, but uh, shout out to uh, I fantasy race. I definitely lean on this guy a lot. He has some he has some good nuggets that he adds in there. Uh, he, he says on, on Twitter since 2018 at Richmond. Minus the spring 2021, where he crashed late. I think he blew a tire uh, running sixth. Kevin Harvick has a 4.7 average finish. Uh, and that, hey, that, that obviously includes that one where he crashed running sixth. So, uh, and that that's since since 2018. 4.7 with that little uh, asterisk mark on there. Give me give me Kevin Harvick at plus 260 at uh, for, uh, this, this is on the Barstool Sportsbook, by the way. I've, I've resorted to going to these so that I can get uh, better odds for my my favorite picks. But um, Kevin Harvick, top three, plus 260. Feed that to me. And I will say that uh, I did have, um, I had Byron to win the race uh, on my on my actual notes. But then Mason did hit us with that stat that, uh, or the fact, I guess, that just, uh these races vary so much different from the spring to the summer race and it's going to be hot. It's going to be slick. And the, the, all the facts that were like backing William Byron on this guy's Twitter account all had spring results. So I have faded William Byron and I am also just doing my damnness to fade Kyle Larson and Denny Hamlin, because like Mason mentioned, I feel like at some point they're going to get into a little scuffle and it's going to ruin both their days. So even just one little knock up the track and both of them slide up the hill, that's going to allow a couple guys to go past. And uh, I, I feel pretty good about, um, you know, just any anyone other than those two. Those two just they, I don't feel good about it. They're both locked in the playoffs. It's time to create some content and sell some T-shirts. Yeah. yeah. You know, let's do the old rusty, the old rusty Dale, you know, we hate each other in public, but behind closed doors, just start counting one hundred dollar bills. <laughs> you gotta either that you gotta either do that or run the top all race. So might as well just fucking knock some guy out of the way. I'd be interested to see 
who's going to take some swings strategy wise this weekend? Does you look at the last year in this race, only the top 11 finished on the lead lap. Um, it was the last caution coming with 48 to go. So that would be, you know, some people could try to short pit, um, or, or even, you know, stay out in some stages. I think AJ, AJ is going to be an interesting position because of just starting the back. He's going to be coming in loose, not giving a shit probably. Maybe even coming off a win. I doubt it, but maybe. Um, but I'm looking at top five and top tens. I'm thinking, trying to think a little outside the box. Um, and, and looking at that playoff line and looking at guys like Heslowski and Wallace, Suarez and Gibbs. I think those are four interesting people right there at that bubble that might do some might try to do what everyone else isn't doing. And it could, it might not give them a win, but it could put them in the back half of the top 10. Um, so looking at the odds, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking line up with another Ty Gibbs top five that makes my blood boil putting money on him, but he just got a top five. Grandpa's boys got to get in the playoffs somehow, and, and this, you know, they, they might they might make some moves to save their jobs over there. It's funny that you took him because I was actually leaning towards Ty Gibbs. Um, I'm gonna have to switch it up a little bit though. Now, looking at my top fives, I think I'm gonna take Brad Keselowski at a plus three seventy five. He was. I, I was. I was struggling between Brad and Ty, mm-hmm. but I didn't. Yeah, I feel like taking two easy. Roush cars for the top five is is just. Uh, it, it's it's not nineteen ninety nine anymore. You know. Definitely not. How how solid has Brad been there throughout his career? Because I feel like it's been like Joey Logano, Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, obviously Martin Truex Jr. I mean, I've been there a couple times, and I've seen firsthand. That uh, you know, Denny Hamlin and Martin Truex Jr. kind of just put on a show for the most part. I was actually there. I don't remember what year it was, but uh, I want to say it was 2017. I actually uh, went into a uh, a fucking contest, uh, a video game contest to win like NASCAR heat. Ended up winning that at about 8:30 in the morning. Pissed fucking drunk still. Ended up just hitting the gas, two foot in it, and it was the most boring fucking 300, 400, whatever fucking laps I've ever watched in my entire life. It was dominated by Martin Truex Jr., who then went into the corner, and it was on a late race restart. I think Denny Hamlin blew a tire, went up the hill, destroyed them both, and uh, Kyle Larson ended up winning. Still have that die cast. Uh, fond memories of that place, but um brad keselowski at richmond i don't i want to take brad i love brad i like our friend joey obviously but man i just don't know about i don't know how i feel about uh, a little brad keselowski action this week i think uh, looking at these looking at this i think that i don't know how good i feel about the cup series in general here and the transparency at this racetrack i think that i might have to just play it safe for the top five I think I'm just going to go with old Joey Logano. I think no one's talked about him so far, and and that's uh, it's only plus one fifty. But man, I feel like Joey Logano, you know, top three would be uh, would be a really solid pick. Uh, obviously, I took Kevin Harvick. I want that. I I don't want to cheer for Joey Logano whatsoever. But if he finishes fourth, I'll I'll still be happy. Um, and again, he's plus three fifty for a top three, but I'll take him for a top five. No swinging for the fences yet. Plus one fifty. I feel good about all three of my picks so far. I mean, talking about rivalries, if Joey gets any kind of a flat, the AMR safety team is not going to be in any rush to get him back to pit road. Um, that video and, was great. Oh, it was funny. I mean, who? Which of us haven't yelled at the tow truck guy from the pits? Oh, um, uh, dude, I've yelled at so many tow truck drivers before. Like, they just don't know what they're doing. Like. He as wasn't much- as egregious as the the one in Arbondale that put a legend star on the rollback and didn't strap it down, and the car almost flew off. Over the, over the even this year, I was helping my buddy Trent Goodrow. He was racing a legend car, 
and he put it, he got put in the wall off of turn two, ripped the whole right front off, ripped half the bumper off, and they hooked the tow truck up to the front bumper of the car. And instead of like turning around, going straight back to the pits, they decided they were going to drive it all the way around the racetrack. And they were about halfway down the backstretch into turn three when the tow truck ripped the front bumper of the legend car straight off. The car dropped to the ground and turned to the infield. Beautiful. So you got you got to love tow truck drivers. I was going to say you asked about Brad compared to Joey. They both have two wins, but Joey definitely has the better. He has twice as many top fives at twelve, and four more top tens at seventeen to compared to Brad's thirteen. So they're pretty comparable. A ten point two average finish for Joey, a twelve point three for Brad. Not too much of a crazy difference. What has Brad done in the sits car? Um. Brad's out a tenth and a tenth, fifteenth, and thirteenth in the Roush cars. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I think I'm gonna just stay with. I'm gonna stay with Joey Logano, and and this uh, camper is turned into quite a hot box right now. I have sweat coming out of places I didn't know could still sweat. Um, I, I'm gonna go with everyone's favorite top ten bet. Oh, no, don't do it. And I'm gonna do it because I feel good about it. I've I've picked conservatively for the first three picks. And you know what? I will tell everyone that's listening right now, full transparency, if I had to do this safely, I've done the first three safely, so I don't need to do this safely. Is if, it a former if, modified winner at Richmond? Uh, yeah, can, a thousand percent. If can we look do... back on the year at the net losses on Ryan Priest for a top ten? <laughs> I want that stat. I hey, want to know what that stat is. Buddy, he gets a top ten this weekend, and I am net positive for the year on betting him for a top ten. I was 1,000% going to go with Eric Almarola, who has a way, uh, just a really solid track record here, actually. I think that he is a very, very smart play for a top 10, as much as he is useless in pretty much just about everything, anywhere, anytime, except for that one road course in the Xfinity Series. But looking at the odds, plus 460, I'm taking Ryan Priest. I'm taking my buddy. I'm taking the friend of the program. I've been conservative. I feel good about my whole slate. I can swing for a little bit of a fence here. This one's like is this one's like 250 to left field. I feel good about it. Right righty here, you know. No crazy business. Let me let me get that 41 in the top 10. He's he's got shit to prove this week. I'd rather take the 51 for a top 10 with Ryan Newman yeah. than bet that 41 card. Yeah, bull bull fucking shit. Um also, yeah, I would did want to mention that though. Incredibly disrespectful. That Ryan Newman for a top ten is, is eight hundred plus, plus eight hundred and ahead of AJ Allmendinger, Justin Haley, Harrison Burton, Corey LaJoy, Todd Gilliland, Noah Gregson. Yeah, the other three are definitely not gonna finish in the top yeah, ten. Yeah, the other three deserve Ryan, to be there. Ryan Newman is in the fifty one, guys. What are we doing? This isn't fucking this isn't two thousand ten anymore. Come on. Yeah, I'm taking priest. You know what I want to do? You want to ride with him, don't you? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I want to do something so much worse. Beach Mac, baby. What's what's Noah's top ten odds on Barstool at? Plus twenty five hundred. Plus three thousand on Caesars. Oh man, I so want to. Luke and the boys. He's gonna end up in the wall somewhere. If we're gonna be honest, the tire is gonna fall off. Turn six of Chicago again somehow. The track's destroyed, but he's only end up to turn six again. Um, the metric tells me that I should go with someone like a Stenhouse or a Blaney or a Bowman. And I'm I'll ride with the metric, but I won't ride with the the bees. I'm gonna ride with a Stenhouse top ten, plus six twenty five on barstool. Yeah, six hundred. Oh yeah, so six twenty five. We'll go with that. I I think that is a, a actually a fantastic bet, and I'm not even trying to twist your arm. Uh, had I, I, I was just hanging out with his Daytona five hundred wing. One a, a member of the JTG staff was hanging out with us. So this past since... week in the Hampton Heat, and he brought his ring. Since we're stepping up to the plate here, the boys are batting, the boys are swinging. We're aiming for the fences. 
I'm going to take an Eric Jones top 10 at plus 800. I, I, I don't like, I, I mean, I don't, I don't hate that. Sorry. I like that. I don't hate that at all. It is crazy that odds for a top 10 though. I mean, the fact that I just swung for a fence that was like 170 to left field and you guys both picked drivers who I feel pretty confident in finishing in the top 10 and they were behind my guy. I, I don't know how I feel about that. It's a very, very weird little slate we got going on here, but Honestly, you know, every once in a while, you just got to step up and just have some big daddy hacks. And I feel good about it. You know, it's uh, it, this and this is going to come back to bite us. You know it, right? Because this is this might be quite possibly the worst racetrack to take big daddy hacks at. I mean, this this place, I Probably. feel like going to be this is going to be this is going to be the Denny Hamlins, the the well, maybe not Denny Hamlin this week, but the Martin, Martin Truex, Kevin Harvick, Joey Logano, William Byron will be in the mix as he always is. It's going to be the same. It's going it, to it ain't going to be fucking Rick Stenhouse is out there in the lead and wins the thing. Um, I, I mean, maybe a Chris Boucher gets in there for a top five, but uh, I feel less than good about that i feel way better about a priest top 10 than a busher top five and a busher might finish six for all i care but um i think it's gonna be a it's gonna be a kind of vanilla race it's one of those racetracks that i've been to a handful of times and if i never go back there again i'd be perfectly fine with it it's it's just not fun to watch a race at um, it used to be safe so to leave better. the track <laughs> it's it's not yeah it's not safe to go out of the confines of the facility but it no honestly it's a nice it's a nice air not area it's a nice facility racetrack um camping lots cool like nice little tram you go through some back roads to get back to the fucking actual uh racetrack it's a cool little place watching a race app if someone offered me a free ticket which actually someone did i wouldn't go um i can go for free anyways but that being said, uh, I think you're going to see the uh, the Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, Christopher Bell, uh, Kevin Harvick, Bill Byron, Joey Logano. I think those guys are just going to kind of dominate. So I think it's going to be a snoozer, but uh, let's just go over our uh, our cup picks so that I can get the AC on and uh, dry off my taint. I'm going to take uh, Martin Truex Jr., who is the favorite, plus 450. What a silly little pick that is. Um, I am going to take... Kevin Harvick for a top three, which is plus 260, which I feel a little bit better about. Um, top five, I'm going with Joey Logano, which I feel great about, but it's only a 150. And for a top 10, I am taking everyone's favorite top 10 pick bet. I am taking Ryan Priest at a plus 460. I am taking... Well, riding with Mason with our Christopher Bell winner at plus 900. I have a Chase Elliott top three at plus 400. Brad Keselowski top five at plus 375. And an Eric Jones top 10 at plus 800. And I'm going with huh, the, the Christopher Bell pitch at plus 650. The Christopher Boucher pitch at plus, plus 900. For top plus three. 900. Oh, 900 for Bell? 900 for Christopher Bell. Don't short us. Just give me Christopher Robin for the win. With all the Christophers. Uh, yeah, Boucher plus 1,400, top three. Gibbs, top five, and plus 450. And Statehouse, top 10. Kids eat free, plus 625. I like it. I like it. I think uh, we got to give a shout out, Only Podiums. Thank you to Only Podiums for uh, always being on board. We're only accepting podiums. This week, uh, for uh, for guys like Martin Truex Jr. and Christopher Bell, I would think that uh, we could go with a uh, either either one of those two for the Scott Fowler lock of the week as well. Either I was I, thinking Ty Majeski. We all took Majeski in the truck series. Okay, all right, that is true. I mean, should we just should we should we be a little safe with it and go a Scott Fowler lock of the week as a top three out of Ty Majeski, or should we uh, just roll with the uh, the winner, which uh, we're all just kind of swinging for lock of the week with. I- for lock of the week, I would say it's a top three, but we're all swinging for a winner. But we only get podiums here, so only podiums, top three. Yeah, only I'm only a Jesky, podiums, lock it in. Only podiums, podium lock of the week presented by Scott Fowler and Jay Townsend. Time of Jesky plus 165 on the Barstool Sportsbook. 
Uh, I definitely feel good about that one. I also feel good about a Grand and Finger one, plus 185. But that being said, Time Majeski is our lock. We all took it for the win. So uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you to Scott Fowler and Jake. Give us some engagement on the on the Facebook and Twitter. Let us know your if what what bets you're tailing. Yeah, definitely. We have we have about uh, I don't know nine hundred more listeners than people that interact on the social medias. So uh, definitely go over there, click, share, like, fucking comment. Just post who you who you think is going to win the races this week. You can tell us that we're all idiots. That's cool. Uh, Mason, it seems to not be one because he's won just about every bet since he got on the show, but. Um, you know, Reagan and I are still positive. Yeah, for the we're so average, you know. Yeah, we win, we lose, we're up or down. We're your typical gamblers. <laughs> we're not three and thirty-seven in one day. No, no, we did not do that. How no. do you even? How do you place thirty-seven bets on one race? I, I truly... you picked a third of the field to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you pick everyone but the guy that absolutely fucking dominated, and you couldn't. You didn't even take him for a top three, man. I mean, I don't. I don't know that, uh, and they're. I don't like how they're like all over the place. Like, oh, you're going to put 0.2 units of a bet on this guy and five units on this guy. It's like we keep it simple. We bet our standard unit every single race. Every single pick is all the same amount. That's how all our stats get averaged in by Mason. Nice and simple for everybody. I mean, we can just challenge them head to head. Dirty mode, dough. Come on. Come on with it. Meet us on (laughs) some turf somewhere. I'd love to know more about the professor's predictor. I think he's got a good model there and. But yeah, I mean, some some of their picks are just like, are you serious? <laughs> Have you ever watched a race here before? That's basically what I was thinking out loud. And I was like, Jesus, I mean, come on. Right. Yeah. It's also my home track. I felt good about it. But uh, we've uh, we've pretty much exhausted the uh, the Richmond and the Road America uh, stats and, and all that analytics picks, stuff like that. So uh, definitely be sure to uh, interact with us on the socials. And uh, Reagan, what, uh, what are our famous last words? Uh, that you are B sauce nine six. Mason is at tire man fifty one. I'm Reagan Parent at Reagan Parent seventeen, and we will see you guys at the cash counter. Boom.